What's up, guys? Ryan here with Tampa Carry Radio. This is episode number two. Uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, you know, yesterday we kind of talked a little bit about my story and why I started carrying a gun. What kind of led me down this path of uh, pursuing the ability to defend myself, my family, and the people that are around me. Now, for years, you remember from the story yesterday that for my entire life, I wanted to carry a gun. I just thought it was the coolest thing ever to be able to walk around and have a gun. But for years, I also heard from friends and family members of why I should not have a gun. Many of these reasons are probably pretty similar to reasons that people have told you, you don't need a gun. Uh, so in the beginning, when I was a young, young guy, I was a teenager, you know, I had a pretty major anger issue. I was a very angry uh, child. My parents are not very good parents. Uh, my dad is a very angry, aggressive person, and that kind of rubbed off on me, right? I joined the military at the age of 17, and uh, shortly after I joined the military, 9-11 happened. So, you know, unfortunately, joining the military did not make me any better with my anger issue. In fact, it just made it a lot worse. I was just a very angry, upset individual. Get into fights on a regular basis, almost daily, and it was just chaos. And it was for these primary reasons that my friends, family, coworkers, people just kept saying, I did not need a gun uh, because of all of these issues that I had. You know, they would also tell me that I simply didn't need a gun. You know, they would say, I remember one of my uncles saying, uh, he's 50 years old, he's never once needed a firearm in his life. So if he doesn't need a gun, why would I need a gun? Uh, they would tell me that, um, and you know, I think that's kind of logical for a second though. Let me step back. So just because you've never needed a gun, I think that makes sense. But what if you do need a gun? Do I really want to wait until after something violent happens to figure out what I'm going to do when something violent happens? I don't know if that's really super logical. You know, these family members would tell me that I needed to avoid the bad areas of town. And simply by avoiding the bad areas, I could prevent something bad from ever happening to me or to my family. You know, they also tried to tell me that if I had a gun, I would go out looking for a violent encounter. They told me that if I had a gun, I would be more prone and I'd feel more like a tough guy and I may cause these situations to happen. You know, I think they would also say that we, I needed to learn how to avoid a violent encounter, avoid a potential incident, and that really was the key, which, you know, I, I deeply agree with. I talk about it every single class I ever do, almost every video that I produce. I talk about how our goal is to identify a potential threat and then avoid those potential threats as much as possible. But sometimes you simply can't avoid bad stuff. I shared with my story yesterday, uh, you know, I'm sitting in my church, this guy comes in, he's wearing a leather trench coat in July in Florida, which is not logical at all. The guy has a gun and he is there to rob the church offering. 
Listen, man, I just came to go to church. I wasn't expecting some guy to show up with a gun to try to rob us. I wasn't expect, there's no way that I could have avoided that encounter. And I think it's great to have a goal to avoid a violent encounter, but we can only avoid it if we know it's coming. Sometimes bad guys come looking for us. So, you know, it was that kind of, that incident that happened at my church that really made me understand that if I wanted to protect my family, it was up to me to conquer some of these major issues that I had in my life. I had to learn how to deal with my anger issue and lack of self-control. Maybe my uncle didn't hasn't needed a gun, uh, but I've pulled a gun now. It's been 10 years since I started carrying. I've pulled a gun four times in self-defense. Uh, most of the time was to save somebody else. A couple times were to save me and my family. Uh, but those moments happen lightning fast. And what I have learned is you are either going to be ready in that moment and you're going to emerge a victor or you're going to be unprepared and you are going to lose. So if I wanted to protect my family, it was up to me to conquer these issues that I had. So I realized that, you know, here's the hard part about carrying a firearm. It's hard because you may never need your gun. Honestly, you could need your gun later today. I had a young lady and her friend take my class uh, on a Tuesday uh, a couple months ago. And they left my class in Tampa at 1 p.m. And they, li they literally were the victims of a home invasion at 3 p.m. that day. What are the chances of that? You attend a concealed carry class. You know, I don't remember what they said, but most people tell me they don't plan on carrying their gun every day because they don't feel like they need it. So you leave the class at 1 p.m. And then at 3 p.m. that day, you need your gun because some scumbag is forcing his way into the house. Now, if, if a bad guy is coming into your house and it truly is a home invasion, uh, he is there for a couple of very specific reasons. To rape you, to kill you, to kidnap you, or to commit a, uh, I don't even know if it's a robbery because I would want somebody to not be home during a robbery. So what I realize is that I may never need a gun, but I may need it later today, which means that I had to carry my firearm 100% of the time I am legally allowed to because that's the only way I could truly be prepared for a violent encounter. I also realized that the only way to truly avoid a violent encounter is to be ready for it. You know, there's a uh, Latin term, I don't know how to say it in Latin, but it says, if you want peace, prepare for war. And isn't that true? Isn't it true that if we want to be able to keep ourselves and our family members safe, that we have to prepare for bad things to happen? So that when it happens, we're not caught off guard, caught with our pants down, and uh, become very easy victims to, to these predators and these wolves that are out and about in society. You know, so the big change that I had to go through um, when I first started carrying my gun, the big transformation that I had to go through after this 
potentially violent encounter that happened at my church many years ago was that I had to come to the realization that I had to carry my firearm 100% of the time I am legally allowed to. I had to go through the transformation that 95% of a violent encounter, of violent encounters can be avoided. I truly believe that. I believe that situational awareness is the key to self-defense. It's something that people overlook, uh, but I really believe most situations can simply be avoided. But what about that 5% of situations that can't be avoided? You know, unfortunately, I met a, uh, a young lady who was in my class recently. Uh, very beautiful, young, she's early 20s. Uh, and she was, when she came in, I could tell that something bad had very recently happened to her. Uh, she had some bruising on her face. She had some cuts and some, some pretty strong red marks on her neck. Uh, and, you know, I didn't press. But as we were going through the class and people started getting comfortable, the woman uh, opened up and shared with us that she had very recently been raped uh, just a few days prior. Now, obviously, she's coming to get a concealed carry permit in response to that rape. She also told me that she had signed up and started taking some uh, self-defense fighting courses, Krav Maga classes, so that she could learn how to physically stop an attacker. She then later signed up for some uh, self-defense shooting courses with me. And you know, I could really tell by listening to this young woman that she had made the decision that this terrible thing was never gonna happen to her again. She had made the decision that if some idiot decided to try to rape her again, she was gonna have a plan and the training in place to be able to stop this scumbag. Now here's my question for you. Most people don't think that anything violent is going to happen to them until something violent happens. You know, I call it the bubble. I think a lot of people live in this fantasy world and because they've never seen or experienced anything extremely violent, deep down inside, they kind of think that it's never gonna happen. Wouldn't it have been awesome if this young woman who had been raped, wouldn't it have been awesome if she would have taken these steps towards preventing this type of incident before she became a victim? Wouldn't it have been awesome if she would have learned self-defense fighting skills before some guy jumped up in a parking lot, grabbed her, pinned her to the ground, and ripped all of her clothes off? Wouldn't it have been awesome if she would have started carrying that gun? Just imagine, if she would have had a gun that day, it would have been as simple as pulling that gun out and that rapist would have taken off running. Probably as simple as even telling the bad guy that you had a gun would have been enough to make him uh, take off and, and get, go somewhere else. But unfortunately, she did not think that it was ever gonna happen. And because she was unprepared, she became a victim. You know, the third major realization that I had after my incident at the church is that I really had to identify my high emotion moments so these are the moments that really got me angry, that really get me upset, and may cause me to potentially lose control 
and do something that I am later going to regret. You know, just some of my high emotion moments that I think about and try to prepare for. My daughter Paisley is 10. Uh, Just this year, we started letting her go to sleepovers at people's homes, which if you have little girls, uh, that shit is pretty stressful. So, you know, we've had the molestation talk with Paisley dozens of times. We talked to her about how nobody is allowed to touch you. Um, and if something, anybody does try to touch you, you need to tell mom and dad, it's not your fault. Make sure you tell us immediately so that we can help you. So we have those talks and, you know, she's been sleeping over at the neighbor's house a lot and we know the neighbor, but do you ever know somebody? You know, they say most people are molested or raped from a family member. So do you ever really know? Can you ever truly trust these people? So couple days ago, or, you know, it's probably been a couple months, she went over to the neighbor's house, and for some reason, it popped into my mind, Ryan, what would you do if she came home tomorrow and said, Dad, so-and-so touched me? I gotta tell you, man, it would be really easy for me to lose control, pull out my gun, walk over there, and kill everyone, because it's a high-emotion moment. It's something that strikes really deep into the core of who I am as a dad and a protector, right? But I have to think about that moment today so that I am prepared for it. I have to think about that moment so that if it ever happens, God forbid, I don't lose control and go over there and end up doing something that I would later regret. So, you know, for years, people told me I didn't need to have a gun. And I hear it from students. In fact, I just had a bunch of people leave, uh, 16 people in a class. And from the majority, out of 16 people, only two people said that they are actually planning to carry a gun every single day. And, you know, people say funny stuff, right? Uh, One guy said, you know, if I was just going to go to a 7-Eleven, I wouldn't carry a gun. Another woman said, I just don't believe that I need a gun. Uh, Okay, that's fine. Nobody thinks they need homeowner's insurance until your house floods. Nobody thinks you need car insurance. Just imagine how long you go without getting in a car accident. Some people have, you know, 20 years, no car accident. But then all of a sudden you're in a car accident and your entire life changes. And you better hope to God you were prepared for that moment or you are going to be screwed. I personally believe that you may never need your gun your entire life. But if you need it, don't you wanna know that it's there? Don't you wanna know if you're at a grocery store and some scumbag tries to grab your child? Do you know that Tampa is number three in the nation for human sex trafficking? Don't you wanna know that if you're there shopping with your kids and some scumbag grabs your kid and tries to kidnap them, that you have the ability to make that bad guy stop. I I personally don't want to be in that situation where somebody is trying to kidnap my children or even your children and I don't have the physical ability to stop and prevent that attack. Because honestly, if that bad guy got away with your kid, I don't know if I could ever live uh, my life in a normal way again. I would feel guilty and I'd feel responsible for that for the rest of my life. So sheepdogs, 
There are lots of reasons why people shouldn't carry a gun. There's lots of things people are going to tell you. But if you truly want to be able to protect yourself and your family from a violent encounter, you have to be ready for that violent encounter. You have to train and prepare for that violent encounter before it happens. Please learn from my experience and the experience of this young woman who was raped. Don't wait until after something horrible happens to you to figure out what you're going to do if something horrible ever happens. That's it for the show today. Stay safe, sheepdogs. Carry your gun 100% of the time you're legally allowed to, and I'll see you tomorrow.